Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are back. Connor Daly is back from the West Coast. I'm back from Mexico and Baton Rouge and everywhere else that I've been. You went to Mexico? (laughs) You didn't know that? (laughs) No. Yeah, dude, I was in Mexico for the last week. Oh. You ever been? Yeah, I definitely have. What part? Is that place, Tulum, is that in Mexico? Yeah. Was that where you were? Not close. What were you doing there? Tulum's kind of like a a subdivision of Cancun, right? I don't know, honestly. It it seemed nice. You had to take a bus there, and there was some water, and seemed like that's where, yeah. Margaritas. Yeah. Yeah, no. There were a few of those. I was in a little town called Puerto Aventuras. Yeah. What was that for? uh, Vacation. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I I didn't know, like, uh, late September was a good Mexico vacation trip time. Is that, like, the ideal window? Is there good weather down there? Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful weather. It was hot. Man, that's Um, nice. You and the wife? Yeah, and uh, her folks and uh, family friend. So it's six of us down there having a great time. And uh, yeah, no, it it, it was nice because actually September apparently is like the off season. They call it. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, the off season. The the the, what they say. One guy said the September. Ombre, septembre ombre, so that means hungry. A lot of the, oh, I thought or, that meant like the homies. No, that is, uh, you're right, ombre. <laughs> that's the homies. What is hungry? Hungry, hung, hung, hungry, 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 I don't Tacos, know. Tacos, please. Yes, 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 por favor. Burritos. Uh, but I was down there for like eight days, and I uh, was working on my Spanish. And um, Eight days? Goodness yeah. gracious. It was a long trip, man. It was a long trip. And on the way back, I had a panic attack because I got stopped at customs and they had lost my uh, immigration like card to go oh, in your passport. Dear. So I had like 40 minutes until my flight left, and uh, the guy was just like, I'm sorry, senor, but if you cannot find that, then you, you must stay in Mexico. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, well, you're joking, right? And he was just like, you cannot leave the country if you do not have this card. And I was like. You sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, dude, I, I freaked out. I was kind of an asshole to the guy. He didn't deserve it. But uh, I was scared. You know? But that's what happens. Though. You got to get back to America. Yeah, I know. Uh, we got to get back to the homeland. I was like, you guys really, for as important as that card is, you didn't put any real emphasis on it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I would have, like, put that. Where was the giant red flag? Right. Where was the glowing highlighter that we needed to have this? I know. I would have just, like, stapled it to me so I didn't ever <laughs> lose it. But uh, I found it, luckily. 
and uh, now we're back in the states. So um, man, I love that. Yeah, man. How are you? How are how are you feeling? It's been a while. You've been you know on the West Coast. You've been a your Cali yeah. boy now. Yeah, we have. You know what? It's been a while since our last episode, which is uh, really both of our faults, but mainly mine. I would say probably because of the West Coast swing. We, I, I mean, we kind of knew it going in. Like yeah. you're, you're out there for basically a month straight. Not yeah, really a whole lot we can do. We went out to Portland, and and I think. We, we got a lot to talk about, really. I mean, there was the West Coast swing. We had a lot of cool stuff happen in Formula One uh, with Daniel Ricciardo winning and Lando Norris almost winning a race. Um, I'm just looking at my book of notes to kind of give everyone, you know, what, what we might go through today. We had some wild times in California because I hadn't been to California in two years. Joey was in a chicken limo with the IndyCar champion, Alex yes. Palou. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I celebrated the Long Beach Grand Prix, uh, me getting crashed, but Colton winning uh, with Colton Herta. Very cool. Uh, and, 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 yeah, I think there's, there's, there's a, lot to, uh, a lot to dive into. A lot happened um, West Coast-wise. We, you know, ended up on the wrong side of the stick a couple times, again, uh, sadly, <laughs> but... You know, every single weekend we went out. I thought we did our job. Portland was uh, was a decent race until what happened to us in Portland? Something happened to us. I think it was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had a about a thirty second pit stop, which was a tough one. That mm-hmm. was a tough one to take. But uh, well, he beat your teammate. You beat yeah. Renus. So honestly, my only goal every weekend is to beat Renus because I think he's very very good, mm-hmm. and we know that we have the same uh, equipment. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, all accomplished basically for the entire last, you know, last half of the season, the back half, which was nice out qualified him and, and, uh, he's a great driver. And I think he's, you know, we, we hope that we can work together and, and build this, uh, you know, get, get this team, uh, you know, to, to a, another spot. I mean, I obviously don't know if I'm going to be there next year and we know the team can win cause he went with, we won with them this year. So that's very, very good. But, uh, but yeah, we we struggled in the second half of the season, so um, you know we just have to keep keep going and keep pushing. But uh, there was a lot of exciting things. The championship battle obviously went down to the final round. Uh, three very talented yep. individuals. Mm-hmm. We obviously know our friend uh, Joseph Newgarden. Your uh, you know your long lost brother. Yeah, Joseph had a shot at it. He tried to push very very hard. Uh, Alex Pillow was pretty much the guaranteed lock. Yeah, uh, I think of the century. All he had to um, do in the last race at Long Beach was finish better than twelfth. Yeah, he, yeah, he's done pretty a easily lot. all year long. Yep, and then uh, Patricio Award Pato, um, who's got very passionate fans, as we saw from how they all nearly wanted to kill Ed Jones after the Long Beach race. <laughs> that was a very dangerous place to go on the internet, was the comment section on Ed Jones's Instagram. Oh, I don't boy. know if you noticed that at all. No. It was the demon spawn of the earth. You, don't, you did not want to go there. <laughs> I, well, well, I saw what Pato say about Ed. What did he say? He's just like, he said he's an idiot or something. Well, I or... love what Pato said. Get Let me get some energy. The greatest thing to happen to IndyCar all year was Pato calling Ed Jones an idiot and Elio cursing on NBC oh, in the warm-up God, Sunday morning. Mike, we got to get we got to <laughs> get into that, dude. Holy oh, shit. yeah. So the comments were not great to Ed. So Eddie uh, here, here's what I have a problem with in sports in general, which I think we can see across all sports platforms is, look, I love it if you're passionate about your team. Mm -hmm. Love that. Support the heck out of them. I love it if you like your driver and your guy. Mm -hmm. But everyone makes mistakes. And I don't don't want anyone, like, to be having to (laughs) have death threats because they touch someone's tire and ruin their 
championship battle, right? It's like, look. Death threats. The, 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 you know, it was a, a tough line to cross. Now, Pato's fans have come after me before because they thought I cost him a win in Road America last year, which I didn't. And that was very, very annoying because I was like, do you guys realize that like I that is actually factually incorrect? And like even Pato was like, oh, yeah, no, Connor didn't actually cost me anything. But this one was actually like Ed Jones's fault. Like yeah. Ed made a mistake. He hit Pato. Not great. And it did ruin the championship. But you still can't go after the guy and like threaten his life and mm-hmm. like call him every name under the book. I don't like that. I just don't like I don't now, passionate fans love those. But let's not just, be a line. Let's not those let's not be those people on the internet. Let's just be better people. Let's be like, hey, you know what? Upset with the mistake you made. Guess what? So is Ed Jones. <laughs> so Ed yeah. Jones is not happy that he made that mistake. But uh, but yeah, that was a wild region. I think he did disable the comments at one point because when I got there, there were 300. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was aggressive. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, you, you and I both know. You know, the comments, they, they stop for nobody. Yeah. Uh, it is a section of lawlessness. It is the <laughs> wild, wild west yeah. of the internet. And uh, people are ready to, they're ready to, they're ready to draw guns right away, dude. You know, they said, don't come to Mexico. I was like, oh, Joey's oh. in Mexico. <laughs> Joey's in Mexico. Oh, Dang. no. Good thing I didn't. Good thing you didn't take out yeah. Pato. Oh, good thing I didn't pack my Ed Jones shirt. Uh, that, that wouldn't have been great. But the the part of Mexico that I was in is basically just a little American village. So. No seal master gear there. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that going oh, on. Oh, man. Uh, but in Portland, uh, it was chalk, one, two. Uh, Below yep. was qualified one, Rossi two, and, and good for Rossi, right? He gets a uh, podium. Uh, been a tough go for him. Well documented. This year, yeah. uh, and, and I was and at Alex so, Rossi's house last night celebrating his birthday. Hey, very good, very yep. good. Um, but Alex Rossi as well. The the crazy thing about Portland, which I, again we did not really get into, but almost everyone took each other out in the first corner. Like that that was a oh, wild scene. Yes, okay, I actually got to, to talk to I actually ta- got to talk to Scott Dixon about this briefly. I mean that that was a situation where he just got just got touched by. Um, by Felix Rosenquist heading into turn one there. And it was almost a teammate hitting teammate complete disaster, and they yeah. all avoided that. And we all had to take the runoff in turn one um, to miss to miss the accident. That and was crazy. It was a, yeah, it was, a, it was a very wild scene. Um, well, you got Palo just... He's just sending it off the off the track, yeah, because you got nowhere else to go, and then he ends up winning the race. Yeah, exactly, and that that that's one of the funniest things about IndyCar because we we all had to go to last. Like I, I basically followed Polo, Dixon, and Rossi straight to the back because of this weird penalty that IndyCar decided to hand out to everyone that had to avoid an accident. You look, I I don't want to talk about it. Not super thrilled about it. It's a weird thing, but in the end. That strategy won them the race, mm. which was crazy. And we were we were on that same strategy until we had an issue in the pits, which was which was difficult because I saw, you know, we saw Alex on the podium again, which was great um, to see Alex have some success again. But, uh, but yeah, there were so many things that happened really in the last, like, yes, there was Portland, but there was also Laguna. I mean, so many things that happened in the IndyCar Championship that I think are so exciting and that, that just – lead to this penultimate, you know, this this final round um, where there is still things that can happen. Because if you would have said, yes, Alex Pillow had to finish 12th, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's oh, yeah, he surely he can do that. But realistically, he went from the front row in Portland to 24th in yeah. the first lap. So, you know, anything can happen, which is, uh, which is wild. But 
Poor, I, uh, poor Graham Rahal. He, uh, <laughs> he, I don't know about if we should say poor Graham Rahal. Why? <laughs> because I think he still ended up in the top five poor. every single race. Yeah, no, I know. He, <laughs> and he, he's he, not poor. He, he, yeah, he, he isn't poor, but he had, you know, I mean, he qualifies fifth, you know, in Portland. And I was particularly upset because, one, I like, I like Graham. And then, two, I bet on Graham in this race. So oh. It would have been a nice little payout. And uh, my man, you know, he qualifies fifth. He's he, he led the most laps. He led 36 laps in Portland. And for a while there, it really seemed like, okay, this is going to be finally yeah. for in the last game. handful of years. Graham, uh, this is going to be his race. And turns out it wasn't. And, strategy um, game, baby. IndyCar strategy. I tell yeah, you what. Yeah. He there are so many tenth. times where – you end up thinking, oh, darn, I've gone to last. And then guess what happens? Anyone who went all the way to the back gets to win the race. Yeah. And that's like, it's wild because of how the fuel strategy works. It's wild because of how much new tires can change your life. Especially in the last few rounds, I think actually the most, this is this is real tech talk here, but. Tech talk. Tech talk with Connor. The tech talk pod. The, the, the tires were very, very uh, interesting, I would say, in the last three races. I would say we, we experienced a lot more tire wear than normal. Okay. And it created a really interesting strategy. Is that, is that, like, is that temperature? Is that for everybody? Was that just well, you? Well, you know why? It's because I think the last three tracks that we went to, we had not been to yet race-wise with the aero screen car. So mm. we had not – there had been some test days there, but no one had actually raced with the car with the aero screen there. It's so, like football. You know, you can be in, you can be conditioned, but are you in football shape? You exactly. Know? The, the cars yeah, were yeah. conditioned, but are they – in race shape yeah for sure so so i think there was a lot of new things to learn about how the tires kind of you know went down their 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 progression of of wear and and it and it made things you know laguna seca the race there everyone was thinking three stops and and a lot of people ended up making four pit stops which is a lot of pit stops in an indycar race and like yeah, and it worked for like out 95 for laps yeah, right yeah, I mean, it, wor- it worked out for new garden it worked out for several different people um, I mean, I wish I would have done a four-stop strategy. Like, it was, you know, the tires were wearing at, at a wild rate. Um, so I, I even think in Long Beach as well, which not is not normally a big tire wear track, but Long Beach, there was a lot of a lot of people sliding around on tires, struggling with the balance in the race, and um, it was really, really interesting. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, you know, with Firestone for next year, if there's, if you know, if there's changes that are made. Um, but it certainly threw some, you know, threw some interesting, uh, you know, challenges at us, you know, at us as the drivers and the teams, um, you know, to make, you know, we went from doing two stops in Long Beach and then just coming from a four stop race in Laguna Seca, it was kind of all over the map. And I think Portland was three. So the last three races were all three different pit strategies, essentially, which is, you know, not normally like that, I would say. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Next weekend, get to Laguna Seca, Colton Herta. I mean, just named the track after him. Just yeah, absolutely I mean, Colton, dominant. Yeah, Colton. Uh, one in 20- You weren't going to beat Colton at, at the last two races, really. One in, one in 2019, uh, led 91 of the 95 laps uh, there. <laughs> I mean, it was just... He really know. is. Uh, he's so good at Laguna Seca. <laughs> and I, having been his teammate there in 2019 and seen his, his data, Colton just gets something out of it. Colton might be one of those you know, once in a generational talent type thing. Like, I truly believe Colton deserves to be in Formula One right, right now. Like, I think he... Well, don't say that. As, we want to keep him here. I understand that we want to keep him here, but we also want our American guy over there. You know what I mean? And I don't know if there's a great opportunity for him. I mean, there's been a lot of rumors about Andretti buying a Formula One team, but I don't know if they got that much juice. You know what I mean? Who knows? No. That's a whole different subject. But I think the coolest potential this- opportunity ever is... You know, right now, we all thought Joseph Newgarden could be in Formula One, and I do believe Joseph Newgarden could be in Formula One, but Colton's the young guy. I mean, Colton's 21 years old. That's crazy. And he's perfect, perfect shape for Formula One. Um, Is that how that would work, though? Like, if Andretti were to buy uh, an F1 team, would they just, you know, would, would, would old Mike then just say, all right, you know, Rossi? Her to take one of his guys and send him <laughs> over, or is that? I really have no idea because I'm not. <laughs> I don't even know. I only heard the rumor like in Portland for the first time. I was like, oh, oh okay. wow, you guys yeah. really think so? But then lately, I think it's been. Um, it hasn't really been talked about as much. And obviously, Colton, you know, Colton's got a couple year contract in IndyCar, so I don't know how it's going to work. But I just personally think after talking to Colton and hanging out with him in Las Vegas, I was like, man, this kid is a good kid. He's so supremely talented mm-hmm. and he's got an incredible family and honestly like a great sponsor in Gamebridge as well who like is a guy Dan that I know very well incredible incredible family incredible group of people um and it's just like it's the golden situation you've got an incredible sponsor you've got an incredible uh you young know family driver. incredible young driver who truly it is actually hard to believe he was not in the championship fight you know what I mean like it's a co- you, got, he, you have a couple bad to, races, yeah, and, yeah. and he, Colton Erta wasn't in the championship fight, but he was completely unbeatable in the last few races. So. He, he, he tried his damnedest in the last two. I mean, he, I think without a doubt, dominant. next year, when we're looking at championship competitors, there's no way Colton's not in that fight. Do you sure. agree? No, not a clue. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, no way that he... Would you say, would you say that Colton has the best chance to be, like, the next Rick Mears? Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, or I Joseph? Is that or is that Joseph? I don't know. It, it's hard to say, man, because like they each have to get a five hundred under their belt first, right? Yeah, and 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 that's like I think we all know Rick Mears as a legend, right? We we love Rick Mears. We still haven't got our friend Deepu in here for Rick Mears history talk, <laughs> but we will at some point. But I think that's what the off season's for, bro. Yeah, now's I mean, the perfect time. Colton has been in IndyCar since he was like. 12 it feels like right yeah. I, I i spotted for him for his first indycar race in 2018 yeah i think he was 18 yeah and there. he was 18 yeah. and, and i'll never forget i can claim to be his spotter for his first indycar race but it was uh you know it, he's got time and like he's already got race wins i think will he have a 500 win i, I don't see why not you know what i mean i mean the guy was up battling with us for the lead for most of that race and Started uh, P2. Yeah, it, it, when it came down to it, you know, didn't have the win, but it yeah. is what it is. You, I think Indy is, you could be a guy like Tony Kanaan and go like 16 or 17 years or whatever without getting an Indy 500 win, you know sure. what I mean? And I think Tony Kanaan is very talented. He was obviously an IndyCar Series champion, many, many race wins. 
So everything has to go right yeah. for you at Indy. It's like the Super Bowl. I mean, exactly. it is the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, we see Aaron Rodgers. He's been in the league for 15, 16 years. He's only got one title. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's Peyton just Manning. how it goes. You, you, thought, Manning, you, you would have thought Peyton Manning would have had 10 yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and then, but then you look at, um, you know, I mean, it, it, it's like, Who's you know, I mean Brady's to a different level now. I guess well, maybe like a, right. I mean, there's there's some people that just you know like Eli Manning. You know, he wasn't that consistently great throughout the regular season, but he's got the two Super Bowls, the two MVP Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people perform better at Indy, just like how Eli Manning was when he got hot in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. He was unstoppable. But then you have the people who are like Aaron Rodgers, who are like, you know. Or like Elio, you know what I mean? Like Elio exactly. completely like just shows up as a part-time guy, wins the Indy 500 again. Exactly. Like, Some people just really good. it better. But like this year, like Elio, to be fair, has not had great races since the Indy 500. 500 yep. But like, you know what? That's his track, and it doesn't matter because he's got four, four. Indy 500s, yeah. and he can shout at people after a warm-up and get real angry and curse on NBC which I think was the greatest thing ever for the sport. <laughs> How about him just not giving a shit, dude? Oh. And you he, watched that interview, right? Oh, the, yeah. Him and Alex Rossi. Oh. First of all, if you haven't seen it, IndyCar did put it out on their social channels. They did a really good job. It's a, it's a nice little comparison. You got Elio's interview. This is after the warm-up in Long Beach, the last practice session before the final race of the year. <laughs> El, Alex Rossi, Elio Castroneves have a little contact. They get a little together. Elio has some stuff broken on his wagon. And... Alex's interview and Elio's interview, they paired Elio together. Elio's just shouting. He's saying, he's just, he's, it's totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then and he I, was like, I was like, I love the way he sounds, first of all, because I had, could barely understand half the words he was saying, first of all, but it doesn't matter because as long as he shouted, I'm pissed off. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. And then he started shouting F bombs and stuff like that. I was like, this is the greatest. When I saw it, it's a fucking warm up. It's yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The greatest. Thing that happened to IndyCar all year. Like, not only was him winning the Indy 500 cool, but it was the greatest thing ever to see him curse at people on television. And then Alex was the most Alex Rossi interview ever. Oh my Just God. looking at him like, ha. Yeah, the fact that he thinks any of that is my fault is hilarious. hilarious. And I was like, yep, that's the most <laughs> Alex Rossi interview I think I've ever seen in my life. And to be fair, I have actually, I was actually very upset with Elio myself after Portland. Because what Alex is saying is not wrong. Like, Elio was getting very much in the way and kind of just doing stuff that, like, I don't really know why you do. But, again, Alex said it. He's like, you're a four-time champ. You can do whatever you want. And you can do, like, it's annoying. But he kind of was like. But he was getting in. Like, he was doing a lot of stuff that, like, was super annoying. We're like, Elio, why are you. Like, he almost hit his teammate in Portland in the warm-up or in qualifying and practice. I was like. What are you doing, man? Like, come on. Right. No, but uh, like Rossi kind of, it was like a little bit of a backhand thing. Because he was like, I guess, yeah, I guess when you're a four-time Indy 500 winner, (laughs) you you can do whatever you want, apparently. Like, it was, you know, classic Rossi throwing the shade with a little smirk, not raising the voice, but you know he's being an asshole. Are we really teammates? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Got, got, got to love it. Big shade thrown at the old Mike Shank group as well. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if we're actually teammates or not. I was like, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Because the Mike Shank racing team is technically technical partners with Andretti. Oh, no. So shit. they are all teammates. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they are. They do share information. They have, you know, they're in meetings together. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a team partnership, Meyer Shank and Andretti. <laughs> yeah. So, so that would have been, you know, 
even more funny. You yeah, know I, mean? I mean, I don't know. Like, okay. I love it, though. We need that. Yes, like, please definitely. Be, people be angry at other people. Definitely. And, like, and IndyCar, like, to your point, the social accounts did a phenomenal job of, like you said, like they had the, boom, the, play it up. the, the side-by-side to where you didn't have to go anywhere to find anything else. They had the reactions side-by-side yep. right there. It was a great clip. Um, people were talking about it. But, I mean, as everybody knows who has been following me, been following us, been following this show, you know, this this has been my first full year of, like, into every single thing, every race, every IndyCar. And, and what I found is while Elio is a legend, Elio does like to bitch a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I, El- Elio has always got a problem. He's always kind of getting heated. He's always crying a little bit. No, I don't want to put on my, you know, Donald Trump cap here, but it's like I just, he's like crying Elio. Yeah. I, I think that's just what I want to call him. Is he yeah. just, he's, he's, he's big crying Elio, you know? Yeah. I, and I find it very funny, though, like, when you when you try to have an argument with guys like that, right, or let's say Scott Dixon does something to you that's upsetting on the track, you can't complain to him, because it's like, well, hey, Scott, you have six IndyCar championships, um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, remove myself from the conversation, and like, yeah. Elio, it's like, because those guys, like, we realize that, okay... You know, they, they are very successful. They probably aren't doing some things on purpose. I think Elio does more things on purpose than Scott. I would never really complain about Scott. But, like, if I do something to you, they're like, oh, this freaking clown show. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I know. I haven't won a race. Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay. You know, like, it's easier to complain about, right. like, Ed Jones or something like that. Like, Pat would say, like, oh, this guy's constantly an idiot. I'm like, well, I mean, yes. But, like, also, maybe like not when, really. You know what I mean? It's 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 much, but like the funniest thing is when you're racing at the front, you normally just get to complain about other really good guys. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, it's it's that's kind of the funny part. Like I, I think for me, I could say something to Oliver Askew after Long Beach, right? Because guess what? Not neither of us have IndyCar race wins, and you know what? You drove me into the wall, so I'm gonna throw some shade at you. You know what I mean? And guess what? It was justified. I saw that. <laughs> so, like, I think I saw that. I, I think I wish there were more drivers that threw shade each other, threw shade at each other after, you know, after things like that. Because guess what? We need emotion in our sport. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. reason why I watch mm-hmm. NASCAR is because I know that if those guys hit each other, they're gonna really hit pissed. each other off the track yeah. too, or they're gonna have a serious conversation about it. You know what I mean? Well, Elio was that. even like Elio was even doing that in SRX this summer. Yeah, having some serious conversations. He went after our pal Marco yeah. after uh, the race in Indy. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Again, go after people. Doesn't matter. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot on the line in these sports, and you can get angry. Like, I just, I want to have a social media talk with every single IndyCar driver and just say to them, which obviously none of them will listen to me, but I want to say to them, hey, Let's be angry at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone does something to you, they say something about put, it. Put on a show. Because you know what? People care about that stuff. Yeah. And then that gets your fans more energized to get behind you, mm-hmm. and it gets their fans more energized to get behind them, and everyone's more energized. Like, yeah. I think that's... It's just something that IndyCar misses so much, and I and I hate that, you know, we fight so hard for TV ratings and so hard for people to watch our races, and it's like... We had well, remember we had this conversation before a little bit when we talked about why does IndyCar not get TV ratings? This was kind of that similar, which was up thirteen percent year over year. Yeah, yeah, but our season finale got a point two one. So like, yeah, uh, there. Let's well, we like we look that, positive at the year, very positive, but still, I, we had a season finale 
that could not get more viewers in the truck race on a Friday night or Thursday night? I I will put a lot like I'll put maybe not my life savings, but I will put a lot of money down that next year it's going to jump even more and we will not have that problem. One, <laughs> because of the fact that it's on NBC most of the time. Yeah. Two, yeah. the entire season next year is avoiding football. Yeah. Yep. The football is a hard is, one. I yeah. mean, you're, you're like it, NBCSN against NFL. It, exactly. Like the, I mean, the, the 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 God's honest truth, and we're not breaking any news here, is that you know the NFL, you know, like IndyCar, is not going to compete with the NFL, just no. like the NBA does not compete with the NFL yeah. or major. I mean, nothing competes with the NFL. So when you know you have the last three races of the year on week one, two, and three of the NFL season, smack dab in the middle of the one o'clock and the four o'clock kickoff hour. You're screwed. It's tough. But next year, you have this first race, last weekend of, of, of February, no football. And then the uh, the last race, I believe, maybe is week one of the NFL. Yeah. So I, I think that we're going to be in the clear for that. And, I, and, and I'm very, very happy about that scheduling change um, going into next year. Yeah, I, I agree. And I and I think the the network NBC thing is great. But still, there, there, there's something... There's just something missing, and you know we we did have great you know a great great year for NBC, which is awesome. Um, but I, I I just still think that there's something that you know when we get people to the races, it's not like there's an attendance problem. You know what I mean? No. Like Long Beach was incredible. The amount of That's people great. that were at the Long Beach Grand Prix, Joey, I kid you not, packed every single day, Friday, Saturday, awesome. Sunday, and love that's it. like so. It, it's not a matter of like. No one knows about it. Like there are people going to the race. I would, I would almost argue that there were more people at the race than probably watched it on TV, which is like, I, which is crazy to think because everyone has TVs. You know what I mean? It's right. Just, it, but being, it, it's a matter of like, is it literally just because people don't know about it? Because all of our fans that follow us on social media are going to watch the races, right? But it's not like all of us have a million followers. You know what I mean? I, I think there's, you know, I, I could talk about TV ratings and stuff like that all day, but like. It's just for me, like we put on such a, you know, we put on such a great show. You know, the Battle for the Championship was so good. We got young guns fighting for it. It's not like it was, you know, Scott Dixon, the six time versus the young guns. It was like all these all new these, young yeah. guys who, you know, are extremely athletic, young, young individuals who are like super cool dudes. You know what I mean? And 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 from from all over the world, Spain, Mexico, America, you know what I mean? Joseph Newgarden yeah. from the USA fighting against, you know, two other really good young guys. So like. I don't know. It, it, it had everything that we needed it to be, and I, I, I think there's, you know, we've, we've got some work to do, but we definitely made some progress this year. Well, I think, and in, in when I was hanging with Alex uh, Pillow on Wednesday. Yeah, you got we, to celebrate with the yeah, champ. Yeah, I celebrated with the champ. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to, uh, you know, the folks at IndyCar and IMS. They offered the invite to me. Hey, do you want to, you know, do an interview, do a bit with uh, Alex and I was like, yeah. And they were like, okay, we got the chicken limo rented for you guys. I was like, fantastic. This is incredible. Um, you know, and they had the camera crew there and they just followed us around and, and Alex went around the track, uh, did a couple laps in the chicken limo. I'm trying to, uh, maybe get, uh, old Doug or, or, or Raj to, uh, you know, think about the chicken limo maybe for a parade lap or two at the uh, 500 next year. See what, yeah. See if we can. Sure, that would draw eyes <laughs> for TV ratings. Get that. I just want to hear Mike Tirico uh, talk about the chicken limo riding around the track. Uh, can you do you know, a Mike with, Tirico impression? I can't. I can't. Because that would have been awesome for you right, to be like, yeah. all of a sudden talking about Mike Tirico. 
Hey, welcome everyone. We got the chicken limo. That wasn't my trick. I don't know what that was. That was uh... every impression that I have is just a deep South uh, Ricky Bobby fan. That's there you what go. All, that's what, well, all what it is. We can use, we can work that in for sure. But maybe like Lee Diffie, you know, on NBC oh, yeah. doing the chicken limo. <laughs> and got... here it comes on turn three. Yeah. That chicken limo to start the Indy 500. I, like, I don't know about great. that, but that was great. Lee Diffie and I did get quite drunk after Laguna Seca the race together. He was very funny. I Lovely Diffie. <laughs> He's a great guy. I love Lee Diffie. I love, and that's the thing is like the product on NBC, I think, is very enjoyable to watch. I love Lee Diffie. I think Paul, Tracy, and Townsend Bell do a good job of being entertaining, but also mixing in um, insight as to what's going on. Um, I wish there were more onboards. I wish we got yeah. more. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish we got more of that. I wish we had more, even more of the radio chatter. Um, yep. I think that would be great. But the, uh, so the interesting thing about the radio chatter thing though as well is they do good jobs like with with some of the guys, right? But the the problem with the radio chatter videos that IndyCar does, right? It's for two people that weekend. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the guy who won mm-hmm. and like the guy who also has an onboard camera. Because so it, it, IndyCar is almost not monopolized, right? But like it's there's six guys with onboard cameras. Yeah. They pay the most money. And they get all the content. So, like, that's really tough because Formula One has cam- cameras on everyone. And they yeah. always come up with something for Williams and for, for uh, you know, Lance Stroll at Aston Martin or whoever it is at Haas. Even Haas. Like, they get, the Haas is the worst team. And they could do something with those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, there, there's just, there's so much other stuff that happens. Like, with us, with, 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 with Carlin, with smaller teams, Junkos even. I mean, new teams. Like, they would... They would kill for that, t- like just anything. Like mm. if it's a thirty second, like oh hey, can, like blah blah blah. This happened during the race. Someone cursed at least twice, and then this is what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I, I think there's there's just room for so much more, and it's always the same two or three dudes yeah. that have the onboard cameras. So like I think you know it, it's great content. I just I just wish there was a whole different level of it. You know what I mean? Right. And obviously we can complain about that forever because we don't do the work on the social media channels. But, <laughs> you know, it's just something I would love to see for, for the health of all the sponsors in the series. I was, yeah, definitely. But when I was with Alex and we were, um, we went to the Eagle and it was phenomenal and they opened up for us and they, they you know, Alex, I, he, he had a, um, a grilled cheese sandwich with a fried chicken slab on it. First time he's ever had one of those. Uh, I introduced him to that, introduced him to the mac and cheese there. He thought it was great. We had a, a wonderful time, great discussion, but one of his biggest points of emphasis, because uh, I asked him his thoughts about TV ratings and about what can improve and everything, and one of his biggest points of emphasis was start time. He was like, because I told him about, I was talking about how I think it would be cool if there was like a college game day-esque show that like yeah. traveled to each race and was a like pre-race a thing. pre-race show that was out there with the fans and, and kind of, a, and I told him about college game day and he was like, he's like, again, when does that air? And I said, every Saturday, nine to 12. He said, there you go. He's like, you know, no matter what, every Saturday, college game day is going to be on from this time to this time. And then a football game is going to be on at noon. He said, he was like, he was like a start time for us. He's like, you know, sometimes we're starting at noon. Sometimes we're starting at three 30. Sometimes we have a night race. Sometimes we have an evening race. He's like, it's so hard to know when we're racing. And he's like, just eliminating that five to 10 seconds that people are incredibly too lazy somehow <laughs> to, to say, when are we racing today? Just knowing, okay, every sat or, you know, every Sunday, um, or every Saturday night, they're going to be racing at 8 p.m. Or every Sunday when they race, it's going to be at noon. 
just just eliminating that. Where is it going to be? What time? I don't know. Is it Eastern? Is it Central? Is it Pacific? What's going on? Well, He's it's like, like every that... year at the Indy 500, we know it's going to start at noon. Exactly. You know I mean? But the, but the, the the problem with that is is the Indy 500 is big enough to have that, and yeah. like we know that. But we're not big enough to have that every other weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've got to fight against, let's say, a golf tournament on NBC yeah. or like or or NHL playoffs or whatever base something. You know what I mean? That's that's the tough thing. Like I completely agree. Like, yeah. I think it would be awesome. But we also travel to different time zones and we gotta like we've gotta fit in NBC TV windows. Like to get those NBC network slots, yeah. we might have to move a little bit of an hour. But I, I completely agree. Like if there was some sort of pre-race show or so, or some sort of big, you know, lead-in type program, that'd be awesome. But, man, sadly, we just, you know, we're definitely not drawing college football ratings, that's for sure. No, so, no. But if there is more of a commonality in start times, I, I, I agree with you. But, like, the night racing's awesome. Like, night racing's really night cool. Night racing is cool. I think, you know, we know that the Indy 500's at noon. Boom, noon on Memorial Day weekend. Yep. And that's like I, that's what helps us a lot. You know what I mean? That's tradition. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I think get, getting back to Alex as well, the champion, I wish that when, when we look at champions, we look at Super Bowl champions, we look at the World Series champions, we look at NBA champions, we look at, uh, you know, what, what, what does the Daytona 500 winner do? I don't know. Probably celebrates quite large, mm-hmm. drinks, chugs lots of beers in the victory lane or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I just wish the IndyCar champion got to do like more. Like, like got what, to like go what, to Disney World kind of thing? What do you not even Disney World? Like maybe Disney World. I guess like Joseph and Scott McLaughlin went to Disney World. <laughs> but like yeah. I don't know. I just like they just went back to Indiana and drove a chicken limo around the track. Like that's cool. Hey and like the, I, hey, like you easy. were there, which which was Probably the biggest and the best part of the championship celebration, but like you know what I mean. Like I was just like, so you want like them... I want like was he on Sports Center? I don't know. I didn't see it. You know what I mean. Like I just wish the IndyCar champion got the respect that like maybe... some more high level champions got. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe like you know with an NBC partnership. Like, there's nothing thinking... wrong with it. Like again, great that we did that. It's hilarious that Alex loves to eat fried chicken after winning. Like I love that. Like welcome to America. That's hilarious. Yeah. But like. What is that going to do to elevate the level of like this guy just beat some of the best drivers in the world? Like, wh- who is going to talk about that at the next level? Like, how do we be like, whoa, this is really cool what you did, Alex? Like, this is really, really cool. So, what I'm hearing is maybe like with the NBC partnership, uh, you know, we get like <clears throat> an eight minute sit down and then a, a game of like Mario Kart with Jimmy Fallon. Yep, get him on. The why, are we, show. why are we not on the Today Show? Yeah, or the Today, Today Show, show next morning. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon that night. Everything. Yeah, entire, that's true. Entire... I loved the Today Show. I was watching yeah. it before I came here today. Yeah. Hoda and Jenna. Yep, I love those. It doesn't matter ladies. anyone. The Today Show just get us a full. Take his car to New York City. Put him there. Boom. Bring yeah. the bring yeah, the Astor point. Cup. But they kind of do that for see. But I think the they kind of do that for the Indy Five Hundred champ. No. Yes. Yes, which is great. But like the IndyCar Championship, I mean that that's cool too. You know what I mean? I know it is cool, but it's not as it's not but as I big mean, as the, the five hundred. You know, it's. But still, I just there was a lot of you know group chat chatter. You know, in, 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 you know inside baseball talk. Uh, you know, between some of the other drivers and me and some of our guys, and we're like, man, I just like we we just know how hard it is to win that championship, and I think it's so cool that you know someone who's fairly new to the series that just did it. And let's be honest, 
Alex, not a lot of people in America know who Alex Pillow is. Mm-mm. Like the majority of people in America don't know who Alex Pillow is. Yeah. And we need people to know who he is. Like this guy is very talented. He's probably now going to be an IndyCar for the next 20 years and he might win eight more championships. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, I think, um, yeah, just, I, I don't know. And again, it's, you know, it kind of sounds like I'm trying to like belittle what, what just happened, but like, I, I'm not, I just, I would love to see, you know, just something really cool happen for our guys. Like be like, Hey man, I want to win the championship so I can go on a boat with Jimmy Fallon or like do, like do something awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I don't know, go to the top of the New York city with the Astor cup and the Empire State Building, yes, I believe, is what I you're looking yeah. for. The top of New, <laughs> the top York, of New York City. City. <laughs> I don't know. Just, just do something wild, but it, <laughs> I, that that you know, like I just that's 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 my own inner thoughts about it because I just I res- I just love what we do so much, and I, I love how hard it is that you know if if like when Colton won the race, we went to Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah, we let's talk about time. that. Oh, yeah. how'd, you, how'd you talk him into doing that, or did he talk you into that? Well, Colton a long time ago said, hey, Colton freshly 21. Colton's never been to Vegas as a 21-year-old. Yeah. So him and his boys from high school, him and his boys from the from the, from the the city of, of hometown where Santa Clarita or whatever, Yeah. like, let's go to Vegas. And I said, you know what? I will happily be your Vegas chauffeur. Nice. And I was like, where, where would I go after I won my first IndyCar race? Or, I mean, it wasn't his first, but, like, I would go to Vegas. Okay. And I love that about Colton. I was like, yeah, Colton, let's go. Let's go celebrate. Now, we didn't know he was going to win the race, which was awesome. Even better. And, yeah, we went to Vegas, and it was a great time. We uh, did a Sunday night, Dylan Francis pool party. Denny Hamill was there. Garrett Smithy was there. A NASCAR driver, Noah Gregson was there. We had a bunch of bunch of great times. Celebrated. Did Denny, Denny was the winner of the NASCAR race, so we not no, only had the winner no. of the IndyCar race, but the winner of the NASCAR Cup race there as well. Just the winner's circle. Just around. having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Was uh, Colton's lady there with him? Colton's lady was there. Yep. Very good. Colton's lady brought his lady there to Vegas, which, again, bold move. Guys trip to Vegas, bring your lady. That's bold move. But Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I remember happen, right? at your party the night of the 500 after the race, <laughs> I turned the corner. There's Colton Herta. There's baby face Colton Herta. And yep. then his girl was was she was there again. <laughs> so I don't blame you. Um, Big relationship did you, guy. Do you see any shows? Did you see nope. any no Cirque du Soleil? Nope. No nope. Blue Man Group. Absolutely not. No nope. Britney we, Spears. Nope. We just uh did the Dylan Francis the next day. It was Monday night football. So we wanted to we basically woke up in the middle of the day. We went down. Practiced our gambling skills a little bit, which we were not good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's Colton's fine. not a big football guy. Right? Well, no, but I was You're because I had, guy. you know, I was like, hey, Cowboys money line and the over. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, boys, this is the sports book. Let's ride up in there nice. and throw some throw some bets on the football game. And so the funniest part about that is, though, like Monday Night Football pretty early in the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, we, we went. We like we watched Monday Night Football, then did some Top Golf, did a little Top Golf. Yeah, but yeah. Colton and his boys had a great time. I tell you what, we uh, we 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 celebrated the win properly. I got uh, I got all the bottle girls Sunday night to bring out a big congratulations sign. And they're like, "What yeah. happened?" He's like, "I won the IndyCar race." He's like, "Oh, what's that?" I was like, <laughs> uh, "I mean, honestly, it's one of the biggest races in America. No big deal. Long Beach Grand Prix." Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, that's that's awesome, killer, sweet." Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was a great time, man. We had a were you footing the bill? 
was Brian? Was was Papa Brian? So Colton makes a lot more money than me. Colton makes a lot more money than me, but I was happy to uh, split the table with Colton. Nice. Happy to split the table because he had you know some of his boys there and. You know, a bunch of young lads, twenty-one year olds, just ready to ready just, to check out Vegas. Fresh, yeah. Let's get forty white claws and a couple bottles of Tito's and see what happens. Just baby face, man. <laughs> I mean, they actually all did look like children, which is hilarious. oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Colton still does. Colton still looks like a child. Yeah. Now. Colton wore his Gamebridge hat out the entire weekend. His racing sponsor hat. I was like, you know what? That's aggressive. But hey, always repping. Always repping. You guys kill me with that, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, I'm wearing it right now, but that's because, you know, we put this on sure. the internet, right? Colton, Colton Herta is going to, like, he's going to get married, and he's going to have a Gamebridge tux. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, it's going to be Gamebridge theme. Gamebridge you know? life, the, baby. Group the, 1001, <laughs> let's go. The the, the color scheme is going to be, you know, blue, gold, and, and black. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, you guys are dedicated to that. Yeah, he only drank, like, blueberry and banana White Claws or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't what? think there's a banana white claw. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be down for that. that yeah. would be. I feel like that'd be very split in the middle. People would love it or hate it. I know. But, you know. I kind of. I, 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 yeah, I it was awesome, man. I, I think there's a lot of fun things to talk about too. Because like Colton and I, we had a great time, and like running into Denny. Denny was really cool. He's he's a he's a hilarious dude to party with, and no other handicap drivers there. Uh, no, obviously not. Yeah, handicap drivers don't party. Remember, too, too buttoned up. Yeah, yeah Alex Pillow. He Alex like, Pillow won the championship. Went to a fried chicken spot, which I love. He was like, yeah, he was like, I don't drink. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, okay. I was like, that's cool. You know what? I respect, I respect that. I respect. Yeah, elite athlete. Yeah, he's a lead athlete. He's got training. You know, he's got. Uh... Dude, you just won the IndyCar championship. You you better chug at least 10 Bud Lights. Yeah. I don't. I, but you know what? It's not, it's how not he for rolls. everyone. It's not, it's how he not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's I got, respect. Uh, the coffee and greens shop that him and his. His girlfriend, Him and his lady, Esther, yeah. very lovely lady. You know what's very hilarious about his wife? Are they married? Nope. Okay, his lady. I actually met her when I raced in Europe like 10 years ago. It's so funny. Like, I didn't realize who it was, but like, I was like, oh my gosh, Esther. Like, I, and I haven't still seen her, but like, very nice lady. She was always very, like, she was a big racing gal, and that's very good for them. That's yeah. really random. That's a random fact he, of the day. He, but. he said that he, uh, she was the PR lady, and he yeah. swooped in and, and good you know, for him. got her. I was like, wow, man. Alex Pillow Championship Research. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so was a couple other him. things that I would like to uh, talk about yeah, for Long it, Beach because, uh, not only did we party afterwards, but there was a little bit of entertainment before the race as well. We, we had several people that came to the race that I think were super just great people. I mean, Yeah, you the, were like big no, time the, in me. The I was fun, like, whoa. No, 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 no. You weren't even there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I think Long Beach is just, it, it was so fun to get back to Long Beach. I hadn't been to California in two years, but it always brings out just some really interesting folks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it brings out folks who have never been to an IndyCar race before, like, I went out onto the streets Wednesday night in L.A., you know, before the before the race weekend. Again, not drinking because we're getting ready for the race, yep. final oh, race of the yep. season. But we had met some of these guys in Laguna Seca that were from these Netflix television shows. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, who are these? Where, what are these guys doing? Let me tell you. When you meet some people that were on Netflix television programs and they happen to be, you know, tall, fake tanned, really shredded individuals you know what i mean it's like hey guess what they're probably really popular individuals yes and uh i was not wrong they they you know they they get to go to the clubs they get to go to the restaurants get to do the cool things right and like Mm -hmm. this i was like man that's pretty neat very nice life but they loved indycar racing they came to indycar race they loved it boom here we go let's go out wednesday night meet some interesting people i would just like to tell you that i 
I am a fan of lots of television shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like to watch TV. Do you like to watch TV? Love it, yeah. Love watching TV. You ever watch the show Shameless? No. All right. Well, you put that on your list. On the list, yeah. But I met some of these people out on Wednesday night, and I said, guess what I was doing the whole time? I said, you guys got to come to the IndyCar race this weekend. <laughs> I, I swear, all I do whenever I go out to certain situations. You're the salesman. Because my buddy... My buddy who I met at Laguna Seca was introducing me to everyone as the IndyCar driver. Like, oh, this guy raced IndyCar. And everyone's like, whoa, what? Like, no yeah, way. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what, is, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go and it fast? was all these, all these guys with face tattoos. And, you know, that they obviously were very, very cool because they looked like... The weird thing about going out in L.A. is everyone looks like they're 12 years old. And they all look cooler than so all of us. so strange, yeah. It's a bunch of these kids that look like they're 12 to 14 but have like 10 billion TikTok followers. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. like they would point him out to me. He's like, I had no I had no idea who anyone was. Yeah, I don't even have TikTok. a TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a TikTok. I wasn't on a dating show. And so even though Josh Richards at, was at your party. Josh I did know Josh Richards. I did see him <laughs> at in LA. But I was like, man, this is a wild scene. The entire night though, I'm just like, yeah, guys, you coming to the IndyCar race this weekend? Like, what's going on? They're like, oh my gosh, I would love to go to the IndyCar race. And I tell you what. I try to work for IndyCar no matter where we're at. I love it. I'm out here, yeah, dude. Sober Sally in it on a Wednesday sober night. Sober Sally Poppy in an, Poppy in L.A. I met all the you know that chick uh, Tana Mongo or what a t- Tana something. You you should know her. I probably will, but I'll look Doesn't her matter. up here. Helped her down from a ledge. Said, "Hey, Tana, come to the oh, wow. IndyCar race. She's this the first person that comes up. I typed <laughs> Did, did she come to the IndyCar race? No, but did I try? Yes." But American anyway, internet anyone probably no, anyone who's going to watch this show doesn't know who any of these people are. But see, I do the research. I saw uh, Harry Jowsey. Harry, Harry Jowsey was there. Yep. He's, a, he's a nice, nice bloke. Guy. Big IndyCar fan. I like that guy. Big IndyCar fan now. His buddy Christian, Christian, or whatever. Oh, wow. I don't know. Christian. It's a dude. And it, again, it was Christian, but then he moved to LA and it became Christian. Christian, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, that is a really random talk, but I like to, I like to tell the people that, look, we're out here doing the research. We're out here doing the work for IndyCar because three to four of those people did actually come to the IndyCar race. There their first ever IndyCar race. And now they're fans because they saw it in and person you know and they're blown away. One of the dudes, great guy, very nice to me, his name was Garrett. He brought his lady, who guess what, has 13 million Instagram followers and put the U.S. Air Force car all over her story. I was like, you know what that helps? Our business. Business. Oh, nice. And Air that's Force. what it's all about. Who, like, who's the girl? Who's the girl? I had no idea. Her name was Roz. Who's Garrett? Who what was he? And in? Garrett was on this television show <laughs> called F Boy Island. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, 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 yeah! What a program! I started watching it the other night. There I tell you, you what, I don't know if I you should just admit get Connor to Daly on F Boy no, Island. No, 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 no! I will never be on that program. <laughs> but I tell you what, interesting to meet these folks. And and which um, IndyCar driver would be on F Boy Island? <laughs> Probably no one. <laughs> who's, the, who's the biggest? Let's me. Look to the it would be me. Like that, everyone would probably say me. Like, and which is sad. But other than that, it, it, I would. I, I. I literally cannot even think of anyone. I could see Scotty McLaughlin. Maybe oh, Scotty! Yeah, Scotty yeah. on Boy Island. Yeah. Come on. If Scotty was a single man, that yeah, Rooster? he's obviously got a great wife. Yeah. But uh, but yes, Scott, Renus. I could see Renus being no. on Boy Island. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. Renus would be on Blues Clues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's uh? What's the 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 
the, the guy that I said that would play Newgarden in the Indy 500 movie. I saw oh. he was out there. Rude, Rudy, Rude, Rudan. Who? Uh, the guy from uh, the guy from Outer Banks. Oh, Rudy. Yes, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, great guy. We had dinner with him the night before the uh, Laguna Seca race. Wonderful person. Really good dude. I have a That's lot great. of good things to say about that awesome. guy. I saw he was out there. Big I was like, That's IndyCar incredible. fan That's now. Yes, he had never been to a race before. From Alaska. Guy's from Alaska. Ah. Great good. Great wow. guy. Said he was washing dishes before he was on Outer Banks. Yeah. Washing dishes. Got his role. Got his shot. Changed his life. Incredible. That's safe. I love stories like that. I was learning so dream, much over these last two weeks. That's phenomenal. And now they're IndyCar fans. I love that. We just need to get we him to tweet to... every single weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Noon on NBC. <laughs> we, need, we need to get him to the five. That's what I do. I invite every person that I meet. I'd say. Uh, say you know, every, every person that, hey, where are you from? What's your story? Yeah. I'm from Indy. You know, Indianapolis. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, you ever heard of the Indy 500? And they're like, oh, yeah, I have heard of that. I'm like, well. <laughs> You need to come and the weekend, or, or or what they say is they're like, you know, I've heard I've heard good things about Indianapolis. You know, I've never been. I Obviously. say it's a great town. It's my hometown. I say, yep. you know, I say, you know, when you need to come, and they say when. I say the month of May. Boom. I say Memorial Day weekend, the week of, come to that. It, it'd be an experience like no life changing. Experience like no other. So if we can get, if we can, you know, corral. Uh, Rudy, what's his name? Rudy Harry, Pankow. Rudy Pankow. Yeah. Harry Jouncey. All those guys. Um, you know, we're trying. Else is, uh, they're bringing Milo Ventimiglia. Milo. Milo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. He's a great guy. Was he out there at Long yep. Beach? You yep. got to see him? Yeah, he came out. I We we had dinner the a couple days before the race. Him and his buddy Russ, some of the greatest people that I've met in my entire life. Milo and I are going to be working on some really cool stuff, I think, as well in the future. Which, which, like uh, what? Like, like movies? Well, we're going to try and do make a TV show. Really? Yeah. Dude, because phenomenal. we're trying to again bring IndyCar into the next realm. I that's that is such good news, dude. Yeah, yeah so that I, was now, one of the it's very early stages, but yeah, we want to make a TV show. We want to make something cool. That was one of the wildest moments in recent memory for me, honestly. Um, me and Connor were having a meal back in the summer, uh, and to discuss doing this project. Yes. And all of a sudden, he just which is going to take me. off to the moon, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Now it's the off season, and now we're here, and it's all good. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia, I believe. Ventimiglia. Sorry, Milo. Ventimiglia. Uh, yeah. He, Venta he was just like, yeah, me and Milo pasta. are pals. And I was like, oh, really? You know, like, yeah, you follow. And I was just thinking, I was like, follow each other on Instagram or something. He's like, yeah, no, like, I'll text him right now. I was like. Are you serious? Yeah. Texas text Milo and Milo responds right away. Like right there. They're having a conversation. <laughs> and then I'm like, dude, this is us guy. Like the you know what I mean? Like this this is a big, big actor. NBC this guy. is a big NBC guy. This is a big, big actor. And uh there he is, Milo on the phone. So I'd Couldn't love be to have, nicer I, guy. I'd love to have Milo on this program. I'm a big Milo. That, see, fan. that's on our list. We're gonna have we we gotta have guests eventually mm-hmm. and we will have I think Milo would definitely do our podcast. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Milo. Would love to talk to him. Um, but yeah, very cool. So these are all good things. Yeah, Milo, so Harry, of, Rudy. Lots of work has been done. We met lots of incredible people, and we brought a lot of incredible people to the racetrack over the West Coast Swing. I think that was uh, that was very very cool. I, I think football season started. We brought mm-hmm. exciting people to the you know IndyCar finales. It, it all is is positive momentum. A lot of things are happening for next year. We got you know Grosjean signing with Andretti. You got yes. Hunter Ray out. Grosjean in. 
A lot um, of movement still to come. A lot of movement in the offseason. Still don't know where Harvey's going, right? Technically, well, Foley. Yeah, he's probably going to Ray Hall. Ray Hall. But that's, you know, unconfirmed reports. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. What so about Connor Daly? Connor uh, Daly's working on everything. We got a lot of work to do. Uh, we got to bring the Air Force back. And uh, yeah, if you see the Air Force uh, on the internet, please tell them that uh, you love to have Connor Daly in the race seat. <laughs> no, the, the Air Force are a great partner of mine, so we're working on, you know, obviously just working out a deal with Ed again and try to do, yeah. you know, try to do similar program and, you know, hopefully do even more than that. So we've got a lot of a lot to work on. We won't know really until you know the end of October or even probably into November. But hopefully sooner rather than later. So, what about our pal uh, James Hinchcliffe? James what Hinchcliffe, not sure yet, man. I, I was supposed to see him last night at uh, Alex's birthday dinner, but I think he had a, a tough time getting on the old aeroplanes. Uh, had a bit of travel mm-hmm. difficulty, mm-hmm. but yeah, Hinch, I'm not sure, man. That's he's in a tough spot. I mean, I don't know where to. I don't know where they're. Uh, I mean, if you have six million dollars, you can go anywhere, right? But that's the problem. Is like finding sponsors is still the hardest thing to do. So. I'm not sure what Hinch's program will be. Haven't really spoken to him yet. I'm sure he's got something going on because Hinch is a good businessman, smart guy. Um, and yeah, there's 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 Yunkos Racing's gonna be full time next year with Callum Eilat, which is good news for for them. Um, and yeah, there's there's just a lot, a lot to still be decided. But I think the Grosjean news was the biggest one because he's like, you know, big heater. He had a great year, and now he's taking over one of the top seats in uh, in IndyCar racing. Yeah, next year, Andretti lining up with... Uh, um, DHL. With, yeah, with, with Herta, Rossi, Grosjean. That's, um, that's a pretty pretty. They will have a fourth one, two, driver three. there as well who's replacing Hinch, but... Uh, I I know who it is, but I will not say because you know what it's we're respectful to the you know to the web to the web. Is that respectful, or should we break it? You know, is no, that kind of can't good do for it. Us? Can't just do can't it. do it. Would, would the Andretti's put a hit out on you? I don't. I don't think I'd have a hit put out on me. But we just you know we just can't do it. Can't do it. That does it does it uh, <laughs> does his name have the first and last first and last name start with the same letter? No, it's it's uh well, I just can't, I know. They start with consonants. <laughs> letters. Yes, yes, That's all yes. I can tell you. Just letters. Letters are in the so name. So they're not vowels. Letters are in the name. Okay. Yeah, that's all you get. So if it... Anyway, back to... <laughs> back to whatever's happening next. Do, do you uh, have, do we have uh, a random... No, no, no. Do we have no. an update from the Steelers? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> How are the Steelers tra- doing? I was trying to get no, out No, it's football season, baby. Yeah. My fantasy team is one and two. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like every fo- everybody's fantasy team is one and two. No. You know? uh, we started two and oh. Actually, when one it's team. It's impossible. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. We did okay. that. No, one team started two and zero. Can we have a real quick discussion about Peyton and Eli on Monday Night Football? Yeah, greatest yeah. thing what ever. You, you like that? I love it. I'm you trying like to. I'm no? trying to get. I'm trying to work You're on trying a Peyton, to get Peyton impression. On the show. No, oh. no. I'm trying to work on a Peyton impression. I've can, got. Can a we little start it? Bit can we do a little tester? I've got a little bit of the stuff down, but it. <laughs> He's got a real unique voice. He does, and that's where I'm like, real they, they, there's voice. something there for sure, but <laughs> he, you know, I don't know. So I'm working on that. Eli's pretty funny because you just like deadpan face. And, and he's kind just of flipping like, the camera off. Yeah, dude, how about that, right? <laughs> Thinking that on live TV, they could just like throw up blurs, you know? Like, <laughs> what an idiot. I uh, love that. It's good, though. I no, thought it was good. one of the greatest things ever. I, 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 I think it should happen more often. 
I wish that there would also be a version of that, but for racing as That's well. That's what I was just about to like, say. I want to do that. I want to, if, if 20 years from now, get me in front of a race TV broadcast and I will talk about what's really happening in the race. Dude, that would be that would be beautiful. You know? We, we like, could do that like on a Twitch stream or something or like yeah. a YouTube stream where it's like, hey, even even if we go over old races, you know what I mean? Or like be like, hey, this is what was happening here when Oliver decided to drive directly into my car and try mm-hmm. to run us both into the wall. Turns out he only wrecked himself. And then now then I didn't even know that he crashed. No, I love the I, idea. Then I reverse. Yeah. I love the idea. And I think I think more and more uh networks and stuff are gonna you know, start to dive Dude, into that. So good. You know, and I think so even, good. you know, uh, I can't get too much into it. I don't know shit oh, about yeah. it really, oh, but uh, my current employer, inside baseball. Uh, wow. Well, inside baseball. <laughs> you're right. Uh, my current employer right now, I think are in discussion with major league baseball about oh. having their own, having our own broadcast for games. That'd be awesome. Um, I think I did read something about yeah, that. Yeah. So you'd see like big cat and like Dave, yeah talking about the baseball game, basically doing their own broadcast, but just doing it like Dave and Big Cat would do. Yeah, I like you that. Know? And so I think these networks... I would actually be very entertained by that, and I think a lot of people well, would Well, that's be. the thing, and it's like yeah. the college football bowl game that we're having in December... Which is going to be awesome. ...is being solely put on by our network, by our team, and we're, we have our own broadcasters. It's not going to be... you know We're not bringing yeah. in outside talent. They're going to call the game as They're they would call They're not bringing in Tim Tebow and the Right, boys, right, right. So. so I think that we're seeing this. You know, There's enough avenues and outlets now whether it be streaming services the internet espn2 espn plus you know Uh nbcsn all this stuff that they're like hey we can have their traditional broadcast or whatever for people who want that but then we're going to experiment over here with this wild kind of new more entertaining outlook yeah and uh so i think i think we'll start just a different idea like let's just let's get some brains moving let's get some you know different Mm -hmm. perspectives i'd say by the time you know if either of us become dads you know someday uh that'll happen i I would i would say by the time yeah our kids are you know middle school high school where they're like you know getting into sports and watching i would go as far as to say the main broadcast that they will watch will just be whatever broadcast stream that they want in terms of it won't just be the Monday night. It won't just be Collinsworth and Mike Michaels on it on, on Sunday night football. They'll be like, oh well, I'm watching the Barstool Connor version. and Joey. Yeah. Went, like you know what I mean? Like I, I you're going to have your own way to watch the exactly. Game. Yeah, like uh, really, the, the rights yeah. are going to be sold separately. Yep. You're going to have you're going to have Barstool's version. You're going to yep. have you know whoever. Like watch it right. through whoever you yep. want to. Exactly. I think that'd be I think that'd be really interesting. Honestly, yeah, I, think, I, I I agree. I think that's where you I got Netflix trying to Netflix was trying to buy Formula One's TV rights. There you which go. Which is why did you see that? Like I did. That could be the first live sport really on a streaming service, like solely, which yeah. would be wild if yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. did that. That would be insane. I, I could see it happening, but also like whew. Well, they've had so much success with Drive to Survive, so they're yeah. like, I mean, might as well. But that's huge chatter. There was chatter in the last like two years with Amazon and IndyCar about Amazon maybe buying the TV rights for IndyCar and streaming solely all the IndyCar races on Amazon, but that was uh, apparently declined. So Well, now there's NBC, but now I maybe know, with like, Peacock or something, we, okay, come but on, Amazon, come on, that would have been a big deal. Pick it up. I, I, Amazon are not poor. No. <laughs> that would have been a big, could have been a big deal. Hold on, let me check on that. Is <laughs> yeah. Amazon Is poor? Amazon poor? Okay, mm, no. Nope. Uh, we're going to go with 99% no. <laughs> That's actually 100%. Happen. Yeah. No. All right. So yeah, um, man. There, was there anything else? I mean, we we wanted to go through a lot, but obviously we were trying to keep it. You know, yeah, we're trying to keep it somewhat condensed. But now it's the off season, Joey. What do you think we're looking at here in the off season? I I think there's still going to be plenty to talk about. 
There's still going to be, Definitely. you know, maybe not every week we do a show because we're not racing every week. But I mean, I still would. I, See, I, I, what do you think? I, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it with the people. I'm going to counter. I'm going to disagree because I think that a weekly show, even in the off season, that just provides more opportunity to get experimental yes. with the content. Um, Boom. So we don't have to. We do more of those kind of red the, light, green light. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get the fans involved. Get the fans involved. Have some more fun just talking about life, getting to know Connor more, bring on different drivers, bring yes. on Milo, you yeah. know, bring on Harry Jousey, Harry Jousey, <laughs> you know, whoever's in our network of people who we are pals with, who we are fans of, who we, we think like IndyCar and who, um, we want to continue to, you know, get to like IndyCar. So when they see it, they're like, Oh wait, yeah. Connor and Joey, wait, that's IndyCar. Oh, I like those guys. I like this. Let's do it. Because I'm um, going to Tony Stewart's bachelor party this weekend. And I want to talk about that. <laughs> oh my, yeah, we're going to have an episode next week just Definitely solely, solely dedicated, dedicated to, to Tony Stewart's bachelor party. Maybe you have to like get him to sign an NDA uh, <laughs> yeah. so that like we're covered, you know, you I'm can tell come the back. stories. I'm going to only be able to say three sentences. It was neat. We had fun and we enjoyed food. That was it. Where is it? Where's it going down? We're Las Vegas. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. But who else no is big going? deal. Well, I can't but see, I don't know what the NDAs are like yet. You know what I mean? You can't say anybody else is just going Well, to me a and Marco Andretti party. are going. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> of course Marco's going. Boom. Man, it's the, be a great I tell time. you what, if there's a life that I could live, it would be Marco Andretti's. It, it's been a good one. I he's, mean he's, he's done good work. The dude just is constantly having fun. He's done the Lord's fun, work. He's doing great things. So. Constantly having fun. Constantly on the move. Doing cool talented, shit. Talented. Talented. Great friends. Good friends. Loves to eat good food. Like a big connoisseur of Has food. Has a plane. Has a cool name. <laughs> Has a cool name, yeah. I mean, the dude, like, it's just unbelievable. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's 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 really, really something to He's a big fan of yours, of. too. Big I, fan I, of yours. I love Marco. Yeah. I, I actually texted him while I was in Mexico. Oh, and I said, uh, "You got any hookups down here, bro?" <laughs> and he probably did. But I said, uh, "No, I actually texted him when I thought I was going to miss my flight." I said, "Hey, can you get the PJ?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Where's your plane? <laughs> but I said, uh, "I said, hey man, if I were to have a son one day, I wow. said, I said, and and I want to name him Marco. It, it wouldn't be because of you. Like I'm not naming him after you. I I just I like the name. Is that okay?" And he said, because, I mean, Marco Molinero, like, that's a pretty cool name. Dude, that's actually really cool. That's yeah. a cool, that's a great name, right? But honestly, it sounds like he's going to be a gangster. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> like, like, a, like a cool gangster. Right, I want people to fear hey, him. Hey, Marco Molinaro. Marco Oi. Molinaro. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, guy's packing heat. Exactly, man. You. I want him walking into first grade and people's people's dads are <laughs> like, Respect don't mess with that kid. I'm going to yeah. give him a big gold chain cross and they're going to be, I'm going to say, hey, when you go in every morning and in front of the whole class, you kiss the chain, everybody's going to know not to fuck with you. <laughs> but, I, but I asked him and I just Marco. said, Marco. Yeah, I just said, hey. It's not, you know, I said, hey, you're a friend. I like you. I look up to you, but this, I, you know, not enough to name my kid after you. So I don't want it to get weird, but I just wanted to see if, you know, your thoughts. And he just said back, I love it, pal. Well, there you go. So pal. Said, he always says pal, he too. He does say pal. So, yeah. Yeah. your point. I love that. But, yeah. All I right, think so. we need our, 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 our IndyCar driver of the week to close things out here. What Hold on. Think? Wait. Is this okay. weekend you're going to Vegas? Oh, yeah. You're going, today's Friday. So you're going tomorrow? Sunday. Oh, so Sunday to what? Well, we got Marissa Andretti's wedding tomorrow. Where? PA? No, in Michael's house. Here? In Indy, yeah. Oh. And then 
we have a um, private air travel, obviously, to Vegas for Sunday, and that's like a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday type thing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because so we're not avoiding the cause, crowd. Because you know, we're uh, the, the most of the crowd. I would say is the over thirty crowd. Sure. So we're not going to go for a Friday, Saturday night bender. This is like a hey Sunday night football, Monday night football type thing. You know what I mean? Throw some money down, be at the pool, yeah, have some drinks. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe some. You know, let's see off season. Yeah. Okay. Let's win some money. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Outstanding, man. All yeah. right, random Mini 500 driver of the week. It's yes. been too long. I need it's another one. It's been way one. too yeah. long, and I think I found a good one. Okay. I'm going to have you, I'm gonna have to have you look this one up, though, because I do not know this person at all. Got the internet ready so, to go. So it's the 1973 oh, Indy wow. 500. 1973. And this man finished 33rd oh, boy. in the race. <laughs> and his name, he's a Canadian man. So okay. shout out Hinch. Shout, shout out Hinch. Uh, Robert, Robert Wickens. Yeah. Cliff. Huckle. I love it. Cliff Huckle. I don't know. I don't know anything about this man. Here we go. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but cl- maybe it's Hukul. Maybe it's a, maybe he's French Canadian. Cliff. I, I, I don't. I, I don't think so. Hukul. Oh, wow. Well, what, that's what, sad. Tell I'm us just about on him. this thing right now. Is I he saw dead? Pole day. Uh, Art Pollard passed away. Oh, that's a shame. Day. I don't know who that is. Rest in peace, man. That's Cliff. Tough. Um, Cliff I'm trying to get to the Huckle. F- the whole region. Just put his go. name in there. No, I got, I got, I got, okay, I got. All right. P33. 1973. 1973. I'm on a different one because I, I have Salt Walther. That was our guy. Remember Salt? I just, remember just Salt. Just Google his name then. I, I saw it as Cliff. But on 1973, that's what I just typed in. 1973. Winner, Gordon Johncock. <laughs> what a name. Because, Cli- dude, Gordon, jo- hey, Gordon Johncock's the, the man. Because guess what? Cliff was sponsored by Wendy's Hamburgers. Dude, some <gasps> Cliff these... was Wendy's Hamburgers. Cliff Huckle. Is that how H-U-C-U-L. Oh, my God. I was way off. <laughs> I thought it was like Huckleberry Finn. No, not Huckleberry. Cliff Huckle. Cliff Huckle. Yeah, maybe it's, I don't think it is Huckle. You may be right. Cliff Huckle. Wendy's Hamburgers. That was his sponsor. Dude, I he love He was driving a McLaren Offie. McLaren Offenhauser. Is that Wendy's that. or is that a Maple Leaf? Dude, it's, well, Maple Leafs are Canadians. I know. But it says on his sponsor, which is on this website, which uh, everything on the internet that you read is real. Right. Wendy's Hamburgers. Because the guy who finished in front of him, Sheldon Kinzer, was sponsored by Thermo King. Dude, the sponsor. So what about great. Cliff? Do we have anything yeah. to read about Cliff? I sorry, I was looking at his... He might have um, been real good. I just don't know him. Here we go. Uh, we got a Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's not too long. Very short. Here. That's yeah. all right. Former driver in the USAC and CART Championship Series. There you go. Race in 1977-81 with 24 combined starts. Um, wow. Including the 77 to 79 Indy 500. Well, nothing about the 73, huh? <laughs> I don't know where you got that number. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the internet's off. He finished the top 10 eight times with his best finish in fourth in 1979 at Texas World Speedway. Wow. Later went to NASCAR Winston Cup oh. um, in 1986. So let's see Indy 500 results. Okay, there you go. 77, all with McLaren. 
from 77 to 79. 77, he started 27th, finished 22nd. Are you sure? 78, maybe you got the eight and the three confused. He started 27th and he finished 33rd. <laughs> you know what? I did get the eight and the yeah, three yeah, confused. Yeah, dude. The you 1978 see. Indianapolis 500. I am such an idiot. Look, I'm a big. You, you need to get your eyes checked, dude. I, I see that a three, though, is half of an eight. If I put another three on the other side, I'd be an eight. Well, yeah. I mean, mathematically, that's not how that works. <laughs> no. But I was but like, drawing wise, <laughs> sure. Drawing wise. Um, and then uh, his best start was 18th and 79, and then he finished 29th. So not well, a great go. Not great for Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Huckle. I like Cliff Huckle <laughs> a little bit better. 1978, baby. The, uh, yeah, there you go. Random Indy 500. Ricky Treadway Indy guy. 500 the driver Ricky, of the week. Ricky Treadway Indy 500 driver of the week. Oh, Cliff, by the way. Uh, the Canada. I haven't talked about how everybody thought that I was just stoned out of my mind on that picture that I posted after oh Colton my gosh, won at yeah. uh, Laguna. Or, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was Laguna. Your eyes, dude. Internet meme type stuff. Dude, like, I, sw- I swear to... <laughs> so, when I was down in Louisiana for that weekend, all of a sudden on Friday or Saturday... There's the reason. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> dude, so my eyes just, like, my right eye started to kind of hurt a little bit and then started getting all red. And I was like, all right, I'm just not going to mess with it. And, you know, it'll run its course. Didn't run its course. Then all of a sudden, now my left eye starts happening the same thing. Starts getting... It's bothering me. It's not really itchy. It's just, like hurts kind of and like is all red so i'm like fuck man so i'm going to mexico all photographs yeah so i'm going to mexico (laughs) and i'm like you know putting on for my guy colton because i have a shirt the victory taco shirt (laughs) we're in mexico i'm having some great el pastor tacos and i'm like hey this is perfect take a picture because i'm celebrating for my buddy colton and in the picture my eyes just completely completely bloodshot like just there is no white it's yeah. all red you looked absolutely terrible yeah i'm not gonna lie thank like you. i love you but uh, terrible thank I you felt bad and i didn't realize i thought people would like no i mean it became like people were calling me like stony romo <laughs> people were making jokes about how much did the tacos cost 420 <laughs> uh, you know i mean my instagram i've never Old gotten stony romo over here i've never gotten more replies to an instagram story than that one i mean like why should you not concern for your dude, health I, there was like at least 50 replies that were just like dude you blaze dude <laughs> i didn't know you smoked oh my god yeah. are you hot like did you smoke 10 joints before this? I'm like, guys, I, I swear Old to Joey God. Joey Blazers over yeah, here. Yeah, I swear to God, I was not smoking weed. I don't smoke weed. I don't care if you smoke weed. I know it's not a big that deal. I don't. I just had like a double eye infection or like pink eye. Triple it was pink terrible. eye, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's what went down, man. So <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up Just wanted everyone. to cl- clear it up for everybody. <laughs> My eyes are back to normal. They're white. It ran its course. The human body did its thing. Thank My God. eyes have never turned another color, so I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, it was bad for a second i thought about having to go to the mexican hospital but then i didn't <laughs> want to do that so yeah you might end up with something worse yeah i know all right um so you're heading off big weekend for you big you're going weekend to, are you going to that victory lap thing tonight absolutely not oh darn yep well, no no, going, no one so. is so i'm sorry well darn except for you except for me hey you're Over gonna enjoy the free food maybe i hope hour and you know dinner or whatever so <laughs> just trying to show face you know i'm just trying to be a good guy so Love yeah, that. doing that big weekend. Um, October's here, off season's here. Plenty to talk about. Wish you well in football, Las Vegas. baby. Wish you well in Las Vegas. Sorry about your Steelers. Thanks. We'll be all right. It's early. Maybe big, we won't. Big be all Bengals right, win but, last uh, night. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, good deal, man. Have fun, and uh, yeah, we'll talk hopefully next week. Thank you, everyone.